Welcome to Hindsight. I'm Corey Carter. And I'm Ron Poole. Let's get it started. On this podcast, we've hacked hundreds of entrepreneurs' hindsight to help you, the listener, with better foresight. Now, guys, if you want to know all about what we can do to help you focus on being you, head over to GetHHM.com. Keep pushing through those ups and downs that we all will have. We're still going to have amazing conversations with amazing people. Hindsight hacking boils down to amazing conversations with some amazing people. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Hindsight Hacking and today's special guest, the one, the only, Miss Celicia Thomas. Now, Celicia, she made her Broadway debut in the beautiful Carol King musical. She is a former Miss California, former vocalist for Disney and a blogger, which we got to get into a little bit as well. And now... We're past the pandemic. We're past everything. So, Celicia, you've got to be heading back to Broadway soon. And, you know, you got to invite Ron and I because we definitely need to go and check it out. Now, Celicia is the host of the podcast Black Hair in the Big Leagues. And she's starting a new podcast, a second show that we get to talk to her about soon. So, Celicia, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm literally so pumped to sit down and talk with you guys. This is awesome. We are so excited to have you. We've been wanting to get you on the show for a while, but before we get too far into it, why don't you take a little bit and let everyone know who is Alicia? Oh my gosh, who is Alicia? You know, you covered like a lot of things on my in my bio, Corey, but Literally, this journey, I've, I'm on like a spiritual journey right now. I know this is so... I have been at so many points in my life where I have a fork in the road. So before I moved to New York City, I was I had a whole life set up in California. I was working at Disneyland as Princess Tiana. It's like my dream job in college. I'm like, oh my goodness, I just want to be a princess and a vocalist. And it would really, my heart was being called to New York for so long. And I'm here now, spoilers, and I love it here. But before I moved here, I was like, I can't just pick up my life and move. And while I was here, I'm always looking for signs. I'm like, God, if you're trying to talk to me, I'm listening. And he will send some interesting people or ways to communicate with me. And when I got here, a homeless man, he sat down next to me when we were waiting for the train. And he was like, I don't know who you are, but you need to move here and you need to do it now. Chills right there. Chills. And I felt chills too. I had goosebumps all over my body. The train comes in. I'm like, oh my gosh, what's happening? And he doesn't get on the train. The doors are shutting and he literally mouths the words, good luck. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> that day I put my notice in for Disneyland. Within two weeks, I'd moved. I'd gotten all my things. I sold all my things in California, come back to New York City and heard about and was cast in beautiful, the Carol King musical on tour. And so I went on tour for two years. I took a week off and became Miss California. I ran a marathon on a two show day. I sang the national anthem at a Giants Dodgers game. Like, and it, I had such a great time. And so I transferred to the Broadway show, closed that show. It was like literally my favorite show 
ever. And then was in rehearsals for the Britney Spears musical before this pandemic. And so, and now here we are. I mean, a lot has happened in the pandemic, but like, but here we are. Ah, so fun. So fun. So first of all, my daughter probably would want to meet the very own Disney princess. So oh, like, no. you, could, you could not do anything else and you would be the hero for her. <laughs> my God. She is the one that wears the crown around the house as well as sings and dances to anything she can. That's so uh, sweet. Yeah, that would be. What's her name? Her name is Daylu. Daylu. That's awesome. You know, we found that and it's actually of African origin, but it means the only girl. And yeah, it's just, you know, she's the only girl amongst a bunch of boy sibling and cousins and stuff. And yeah, just it stuck. So. But yeah, she would love so that part of your life. She, oh. she would love the Britney and the musical stuff and all that. That's but smart. I know with the singing of the national anthem, with the being the princess, with the Broadway stuff, like where's been kind of that favorite thing? Where's been that like, oh my gosh, this I can't believe I'm here. I can't believe I'm doing this because it you all sounds what? so incredible. Yeah. Right, right. I think like there's a lot of things that I've always wanted to do. And what I'm finding out with life is, well, just try like, and don't be afraid of failure. So when I, before I sang at the Giants Dodgers game, I literally just like recorded my voice in my phone, singing the national anthem and sent it off to a bunch of different sports teams. And guess what? Most of them said no, except my favorite freaking team. The Giants were like, yeah, we'd love to have you sing. Also, can you do it opening weekend AT&T <laughs> Park versus the Dodgers I hate the Dodgers I'm like let's go like literally just trying when I became Miss California I'm like I just love pageants I've run in pageants since high school I always lose I'm always Miss Congeniality though but one time I just take off a week on tour and I came back Miss California like you just never freaking know what if you just try and so one of my favorite things is during this pandemic starting black hair in the big leagues i had no idea how much i love having a podcast like you guys seem like you have so much fun and i get it like i've always thought broadway is the goal and i love broadway do not get me wrong but i'm always like what's my next line how do i know how to move my body like i am so in my head (laughs) but when i am interviewing somebody or on my show it's like this is my show this is my rules. Like, I'm sure you guys feel that. And there's a lot of freedom that comes with that and a lot of connection too. So that's my top, I think. No, I love it. I love it. And, and podcasting, that is so true. Like we, we use our show for many different things. We use it to, to, we use it selfishly because we get people on the show right? to like learn from, or like, what can we learn from them? Come on our show. Let's get some coaching. Let's talk. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And so, so that's yes. all awesome. I, I want to go back to the God moment you had there. Cause that is amazing. And I think, you know, and we've talked about this topic many times on the show, but how God speaks is crazy. Right. But so many people miss it or aren't listening or don't understand it. And, you know, or I are afraid. Yeah. Yeah, They know what they're supposed to do, but it's usually not the logical thing to do. Oh, yeah. I mean, literally, I when I was deciding to leave my job because of this silly little podcast, which we're doing great at, but I, I was talking to my wife who likes to eat and live in a house. 
Um, you know, and I was like, Hey, I'm thinking about leaving the best paying job I've ever had in my life. Right. To just work from home. And she's like, no, she was super supportive. She's like, Hey, let's just pray about it. Let's figure it out. Yeah. It's something I know has been, you know, really making it known for years that yeah. you just, you went from this job to this other job. You're just not happy. And you've been called to do this. And I've said this one story about my, my wife's aunt wanted once she feels her God given calling is to have a llama farm to help battered women, like, get better and back on their feet. And I was like, Oh my God, that's awesome. What are you doing to make that happen? Right. And she goes, Oh, I'm just waiting. I go, God is never going to open up the sky and drop a llama farm on you. It's just never going to happen. So I've said that for years, for 11 years of my life with my wife. And, you know, so as we're talking about this, we're going to church and like every sermon was like, it's God talking. And I was like, gosh, honey, like that sounds like me. And the weekend before I put in my notice, it was a sermon about God-given talents. And if you don't take the moment, it'll pass you. Ah! And I looked at her and my wife goes, go, babe. Yeah, it's time. It's time. Yeah. Right. What a blessing to have a supportive partner like that. Well, that that was the thing. And, And Corey and I, when we made this decision, that was the first part of our conversation. We're like, Hey, if we don't have support at home, yeah, it's going to fail. Right. So I heard somebody say like one of the biggest business decisions of your life is who you decide to spend your life with. Yeah. Cause if oh you're God. with somebody who does not support what you do, it's going to stunt. It just is going to change the trajectory of your life and vice versa as well. hundred percent. true. Okay. So going back to that moment. Yeah. And, and you took action. One, bravo. Thank you. Bravo. And I, I can, like, I visually saw the moment <laughs> happening when you were telling me it. I was like, oh, my God, this is crazy. Have you told that story to, like, your family? Or especially, like, you're a Disney princess at the time. Like, that's probably every girl's dream job to have. <sighs> and you're like, fun. hey, deuces, homeless guy told me to move. So I'm moving, right? Like, right. If you just said that out loud, people are probably like, mm, wow, I think she's lost her mind. Yeah. It's like, it's one of those things that like, you can't tell the whole world until after it's done because right. people will try to discourage you from doing it. Like when you ask, I was asking for everybody's advice. Like, should I move to New York? Should I move to New York? Well, the thing is when you ask everybody in California, if you should move to New York, they're all going to say no, because they like new, they like California. Like right. and people can only give you advice based on their own experiences. Like it's, and so it's just one of those, you have to just kind of keep some things to yourself until the brunt of it or like the bulk of it is already done. So there's no turning back because it's so easy to get discouraged if yeah. you let everybody in before it's done. Have you ever seen that guy again? No, wow, that's so crazy. but he's not the only angel I've met. I, I feel like I've met quite a few angels in New York city, which is why I've always felt so safe here because yeah. like moving from like, I didn't grow up with a lot of like, I'm black obviously, but like my neighborhood, my schools, like I was always like the black kid. When I moved to Harlem, I'm like, Oh my gosh, culture shock. And I'm black. I'm like there's black people everywhere. And also the whole city is just very like not afraid. It's a right. literal concrete jungle. And I have never felt 
safer. I feel safer in New York at 3 a.m. walking through Harlem than I did in Orange County in at 7 p.m. I don't know how that is, but I have met these angels and like, oh gosh, it's so hard to explain. Like I'll just be walking through a crosswalk and somebody will see me and give me the message that I need and keep walking. Like a stranger will be like, like again, goosebumps again. Woo. And I'm like, I, and he not hitting on me. Don't know anything about me. He's just like, don't let anybody make you feel inferior. You're in your business because you are the best at what you do. Bada, 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 and just kept walking. I'm like, right before my audition, I'm like, thank you. Let's go. Like this wow. kind of thing happens all the time. And there will be times when I'm in my head or worried about something. And then somebody will be talking on the street to somebody else. And I'm not listening to their conversation. But the one thing that I need to hear is just being almost yelled at me like, I remember I was so stressed out about beautiful closing or like about if the show was going to close. Literally, when you're looking for something, there's a line of if you're looking for something, you're going to find it. But then also right. I told God, I'm like, if you are speaking to me, I am listening, like make it clear so I know. And I remember this mother was talking to her kid and I didn't hear anything else except enjoy life. That's all I heard. I'm like, oh all the things I'm worried about. You mean it's going to work out. It's going to be fine. Just, I don't know. There's just messages. There's yeah. a, they're everywhere. Yeah. The, the best is when people give you that advice or give you that, that thing that you need and they don't even know, like right. they don't know the repercussions of said advice. Like they just know that came out and then they'll never find out what, what actually happened. So that's like, that's the moments where you're like, really, how did that workout? How did that happen? Who, how did they know to say the exact thing right. when I needed it most? So, so that's pretty powerful for sure. So right. thinking about the pandemic, you've got your podcast now and we just heard you've got a new one coming. You are also now back on Broadway, getting ready, hopefully to, to do another show. Oh, we're hoping like the show has been announced. The cast is not been notified yet so we're all in the group chat like have you heard anything they're like offers are coming soon so we're all just kind of waiting for that contract but is this know, the same show or new show same show i mean you never know like new shows will always come about but right. i'm keeping my fingers crossed for for the same one i had so much fun we were we had just finished mounting the first act we were 11 days into rehearsal our cast got super close and you know, it's funny when you're mounting a show, sometimes you have to take a, look, a, set, a seat back and or a step back and like, is this show good? What is it? And it's such a relief when you're like, y'all, this is good. Like, it's good. It feels good to be a part of a show that you believe in. And I'm so happy that the Britney Spears musical has substance. <laughs> like, it, <laughs> it does. It's good. And also, I grew up in the Britney era, so I love the music, but it's also a great message. How, how are you going to do that, get back into that world? But now you've got your podcast, so you've got other things that have come up I mean, since the pandemic. You guys know, like, it's your podcast, your rules. It's your time schedule. You get to set everything. For Broadway, it's like, I go to work three hours a day. What was I doing before? Brunching with my friends, working out, writing my blog, just like living life and then going to the great white way, doing a little show and then going home, having a drink. Like, guess what? Now, before I hit the stage at eight o'clock or whatever, I can interview in the daytime. Like, it's so flexible. Like, right. you're your own boss. Right. 
right? It's, you can batch. You can have a day and and do yeah. ten interviews. Right. Right. And and then you're if you're once a week, you're two months out. Right. Right. Oh my God. It's like there's so much in this pandemic, even though it was really scary, especially at the beginning of it, it's really taught me to like like entertain those thoughts in the back of my head of well, I guess I could write a little bit more for my blog. I guess I could like start a podcast that I've wanted to do for a while. I guess I could coach people. Like all of these things are all like on my time schedule right. and it, it can still happen even with a job, like a, who somebody else hired me or something like blessings in disguise. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's funny because when the pandemic started, Corey said this and it, it's lives in infamy now, but he said, he goes, it's either happening to us or for us. And it's going to be us to decide. And it happened for us because we were one of the, yeah. people it thri we thrived like we, because we were already starting to do stuff online. We already had our show going. We, we do all this other stuff online and it just took off, you know? And so we were, oh. we were very blessed that it was the perfect time for that That's to nice. happen. And it's nice to not have to go anywhere. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, it's funny because yes. like my, my wife's like, I think you're working more now than you did. And I go, yeah, but it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> you know, it's like, we're just following our passion and, and just kind of going, but I, I, I want to kind of, yeah. you said it earlier in, you know, the pre where you're getting jittery going up on stage and it's live yeah like what is that like Holy having something. stage fright and yeah, being on would, broadway i mean i've spoken oh, on stage man. yeah i've spoke on stage and i always get a little nervous when i do it but i couldn't imagine singing <laughs> and doing all this choreography <laughs> and, I've, I've done dance competitions and i've done choreography so i could like i can't nice. multitask and sing and dance, there's no way. I would probably feel over and Well, I would say like before getting to Broadway, the stakes have always felt so high. It's like, if you mess up, you're in a lot of trouble. Right. And funny enough, getting to, in my opinion, like, like the highest form of theater, the stakes are technically high because there's way more money on the line but it doesn't feel as high. If you mess up on Broadway, at least at Beautiful, we didn't get fined. We didn't get fired. They would laugh at us. They're like, we don't even need to give you the note because you already know. You are, that was embarrassing, was it? Wasn't it? Like, it's not going to happen again, is it? Like, you already know, but like your coworkers are laughing at you and it kind of brings like a sense of ease to it all. Like, to where it's like we remember, oh yeah, we're in this because it's fun. And the more fun we have, the better it is. But it it is like hard sometimes when you are nervous or when there is somebody in the audience who you know is watching you, or if the creative team is in the back and you can see them writing notes, you're like, I messed up. I saw them writing that down. Like it's, but I will say during this pandemic, it's kind of been, this is weird to say, I've never said this pandemic has felt like really great training for Broadway because having the ease of performing at home, if I mess up, I don't try to pretend like I didn't mess up. I'm just like, y'all, what are the words? Like, and then I can see the people on my little zoom screens, like laughing with me. And it's like, we're all in it together. And to have that sense of ease and to put it back in a live format is that's gold. Like if you see stars performing, they don't try to pretend that things aren't going wrong. If things are like, they'll let the audience in 
on the experience and it can be a really magical exchange. So I'm excited to like bring that back to the stage. So fun. So you do coaching. Tell us about the coaching. Like what kind of, are you coaching Ron to be better at singing and dancing or like you would have her work cut out for her? No? Yeah. I don't know if that would win or not, but what's the coaching? Who's your best people that are reaching out to you and what help are they getting? Well, I just like started it during this pandemic. And so it's, I do master classes and I also do one-on-one -on -one coaching and it's been like so far high school students working on material working on audition like i love helping people with their auditions audition technique or if they're working on a song specifically i can do that one-on-one -on -one. or if i'm with a group i can teach them a combination or work on like their audition cuts so those are the master classes and i love teaching combinations like from beautiful or even from the britney musical like off the record and so yeah when students come to me it's fun to listen to what they're working on and meet them where they're at and there's like a lot of imposter syndrome in there for me like who am i to teach like who like i still have coaching myself i still go to my voice lessons i still need people to help me but at the end of the day like we all have something to offer to other people especially if we are doing what they want to eventually do even if you're not a good teacher you still have insight like because you're doing it so there's just like believing in your, in myself and believing in yourself and it's been fun i'm like my biggest fear is what if i get so many students that's my biggest fear is like getting students and then going back to the industry like you can't just drop your students right right Exactly. You've committed and yeah, exactly. So, so let's talk about that imposter syndrome because I remember when we were starting our show, you know, we're like, who's going to want to listen to our show? And I went to sleep and I was like, it's just going to be a cool show. So who wouldn't want to listen to our show? Yes. But so, so I got over that and then we started coaching people how to do it. And then I had to get over that. And then I, I was on a show or I was on another podcast. This gentleman had like Oprah Winfrey on his show huh? and to Terrell Owens and it went Terrell Owens and then me and then some guy that works with Tom Brady. And I'm like, what the heck am I doing on this show? Right? Like, For a was, reason. <laughs> it was the craziest feeling because it's it doesn't wow. matter how far you go or what you do or what you keep doing. You're always going to hit that feeling of this um, imposter syndrome, right? And you have to just push through it and you're going to grow and you're going to keep going. And guess what? You're going to find it again when you level up into something else. Right, right. right. It's it's always going to be there because it's just in your brain. It's, I, I like to say it's just the enemy. Like, okay, <laughs> obvious, like imposter syndrome, but then also like you're in the, like you're in that realm. It's kind of cool. <laughs> and if you haven't, if you feel like it's not happened for you yet, like you're next. Like that's how I feel when I'm in the room with like, oh my goodness, people. I'm like, well, I'm in the room. Right. <laughs> I'm next. Like it's only a matter of time. Let's right. go. That's <laughs> awesome though. Like seriously, what a great it, story. It's, it's crazy <laughs> because there's so many of those moments that you can look back and it's easy to look back and go, oh yeah, I made through that. I made through that. I made it through that. But when you're going through that, give the audience just one piece of advice to help them through that imposter syndrome. 
Oh, gosh. You know, after interviewing quite a few stars from Broadway on my Black Hair in the Big Leagues podcast, one of the questions I'd always ask them is like, where do you get your confidence? Where do you get your confidence? Was it, were you born with this confidence? And almost all of them like do a spit take like laughing. And they're like, I'm just trying to figure it out. I am faking it. Like this is like the general consensus of a lot of really awesome performers. So when you have that imposter syndrome, a lot of people have that imposter syndrome. I'm sure we've had presidents and leaders in our nation who have had that imposter syndrome, but they're there, they're still doing it and they're faking us all out. And so part of it is faking it till you make it. Yeah. And just believe like if you can sell yourself on it, then you can also sell them. So just believe yourself. Yeah. And so many of us, as we coach people, as we talk to people, as we do a podcast, it's just, as you talked about earlier, you just got to go, you just got to try. And if you fail, guess what? doesn't matter. <laughs> you fail. And then you get back up and you do it again. Right? right? And then you eventually have, you can stop faking it because you will right. have made it because you kept trying. And then it, I mean, the first time Ron and I recorded a show, it was very much uncomfortable. And, and it took us it like, was, oh my gosh, we it took us like 30 minutes to record a 30 second intro for our show. Oh, first. I love it. Right? <laughs> and now we're like, now we record a sales video of 10 minutes long off the cuff because yeah. it just it doesn't matter. Right. You just go start yes. talking and just, and then you eventually become comfortable with it. So let's shift gears a little bit. Our show, Hindsight Hacking, our goal is to give our listeners clear foresight by you, our guests, hindsight. So, with that said, let's talk about this pandemic. Let's talk about some of those transitions you've made in your life. And with the power of hindsight, if you could go back, if you could. Give yourself advice from a year ago, five years ago. Oh, yeah. What advice would you give to help people not have to go through those bumps you went through? You know what? I feel like, oh, and I have chills just thinking about it. And I know that this is like the biggest freaking cliche that maybe I've ever heard. But the more you can show up as yourself, I have tried to hide who I am, my hair, dim down my personality, pretend I'm not as smart as I am, try to dress regular when really I want to wear a ball gown. Like I have tried to do all these things. And whenever I've done those things, it never gets me as far as it does when I show up how I want to show up, how me being who I am. Like me, I, I was Miss California. I've always been the girl who loves to overdress and to like be dramatic. Like this afro on my head i have hidden it for so long but when i wear it i feel freedom i feel limitless and when i show up and i'm not trying to be so perfect with my ums and my oh what do they think about me but just show up with my personality when somebody gives me a microphone it is always well received always but i will say for the little disclaimer if it ever was not received I never regret it because I was me. So that can be a scary thing, especially if you live in a world that's telling you to conform. And where I grew up, like in California, in my opinion, it is really, you're cool when you fit in. And then when I moved to New York, you're cool if you stand out. That's what like the shift that I took, which is why I love New York so much, even though I also have a, I love California, but yeah, just being you and doing it unapologetically it will reward you, even if not in the present, like if you're like in the seventh grade and, and kids are mean, just let it, let time do its thing and you'll win. Oh yeah. 
Oh yeah, no, I, that is so true. My my daughter, Phelan, she is exactly like that. She'll come down. She is four. She'll pose on the stairs. She's like, look at my gown. Like she dresses up. She always has to have a dress on. She always has her hair done, and she has all the like. She's a little princess. She comes up to me and goes, "Daddy, how come you don't treat me like the princess of Kiowa?" Because that's where we live. And I was like, "I do, but if you're the princess, what does that make me?" Hmm. I'm the king of Kiowa. You're the king of Kiowa. <laughs> and, but no, it is so true. When you show up and you're your authentic self, yeah, you will attract the people that are supposed to be in your world. Yes. Right? Yes. And the people that aren't supposed to be in your world will naturally find their way out. Yep. Right? Yes. You will attract energetically what you are putting out into the world. And if you are not living authentically... The people around you, the circumstances that you find yourself in might be a little uncomfortable because it's not really you that you were even like putting out. But when you're yourself, your friends will be like awesome. Like my current boyfriend, he's amazing and he's high vibe. He's high energy. He's so joyful. He's kind. I'm like, oh, and I had learned a big lesson right before I met him. I'm like, that's all I had to do to freaking meet my match is put that energy. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, I love that you mentioned how you might say that's cliche, but Ron and I have asked a variation of that question for, I don't know, 200 plus episodes. No one has ever had an answer like that. So that is not a cliche answer, by the way. Like that is like a powerful, freaking show up as you, as yourself, like powerful statement that every kid, every you know, random person that listens to our show, like Ugh. needs to hear. So love it. <laughs> Somebody told me right before, I think this last week is like, we are here to help the planet evolve. And we can only do that by offering who we are. So to be the fullest form or expression of who you are, speak up when you need to speak up so that you can make change or like, I don't know, she said it so well, but it just kind of dawned on me like, yeah, if we're trying to be quiet to be like polite, we're not helping anybody. Well, and if you really think about it, does it true? and this is, don't take this the wrong way, does it truly matter what people think about you? No, it doesn't. It's right? none of my business. It, no, I, I could care less. And look, I'm a reformed people pleaser. Ooh. So I'm going to say that. I'm trying to be reformed. Because <laughs> I, I spent a long time worrying about what people thought and what people cared about yeah. who I was. And then I became who I wasn't. Yeah. Right? And then my whole life was not where the direction I was wanting it to go. And I was like, got to change. And, yeah. and I, I flipped about 15 years ago. And I was like, I'm just going to be me what a thought yeah if that's not good enough then that's okay i'll still be here i'll still be here right but the right people will be able to change when we are all our authentic selves right like the right people will hear it the right people will get the message like i love it yeah so good yeah i love it 
All right. Well, I know we uh, are probably getting close to the end of our time, but we wanted to thank you so much for coming on. And how can people get in touch with you, oh. get into your world? How, uh, yeah. how do they find you? Absolutely. Okay. Well, I've got a blog on SaliciaThomas.com. And I like, it's one of those blogs where I just write when something like goes down in my life so it's really just like a gossip column but just <laughs> but like okay so saliciathomas.com there's like a thing that you can fill out on there on instagram slip into my dms that's literally how i met my boyfriend at salicia thomas <laughs> just follow me write me and i try to read all the messages and the blog must be doing okay because uh, looking at your last post i think you've got like 989 views as you talk about your love so oh, uh, you know that's doing pretty well for, for that one it's fun yeah like yeah thank you <laughs> Perfect. All right, Salisha, it's been a blast. Your energy is infectious. Uh, we could only hope to match or get close to matching that. Definitely love having you every time we're anywhere and you're on the screen, like yeah. everyone is drawn to, to your presence and we love it. And so again, awesome. on our show, you're amazing. And we will talk soon. Thank you guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. All right, Ron. Another episode concluded with I know a few wins, a few takeaways, a few amazing things because Celicia is absolutely incredible. So first, what do you got for us? Dude, that was a Disney princess. Our first Disney princess. I can't show. wait to tell my daughter a Disney princess. Like I thought Santa was big, but it's a Disney princess. Like, come on. <laughs> right. But okay. So this one's important. And I think someone needs to hear this. Okay. You have to be open to hearing what God is saying to you. You have to be open and you have to be listening and willing to act. Because if there's something that he's putting in your brain that he wants in the world and you don't take action on it, someone else will because he wants it in the world. So think about this. How many times have you had a thought or an idea and then it's out there all of a sudden and you're like, wait, like I thought of that. Like, what happened? Well, you didn't take the steps to make that happen. So you never know when it's going to happen. Sometimes you don't know if that was truly or not. And you have to ask, right? But make yourself available to listen and just be prepared. Okay. And then the second one, and I thought this was huge was, God, no, there's two. That was huge. I'm giving you three. It's our show. I can do whatever. <laughs> don't be afraid to fail try things don't be afraid right what's the worst thing that can happen it didn't work try something else right but the last one and this is the most important one enjoy life and live in the moment because you never know how long you're here for sure and and for me i mean the, the having fun enjoying like that's that goes without saying right like we wouldn't right. be doing this if we didn't but i that's my absolute favorite answer that we've had on the hindsight question i loved it the more you can show up as yourself like just start and stop right there the more you can show up as yourself and then as you try things as you have fun as you do put that energy out in the world the more you show up as yourself the more that the right things are attracted to you and the right things are repelled right right 
the right things are repelled when we show up as our authentic selves. So absolutely incredible. Love it. I knew Salisha was going to be great the moment we saw her on, on the calendar. So anyway, thank you everyone for watching. Thank you everyone for listening. And we will see you on the next episode. Bye guys. Did you know that Hindsight Hacking Media Agency, we do all things podcasts from launch. If you're already doing 10,000 downloads in a week, we handle everything. All you have to do, record it and forget it. Guys, if you're launching a podcast, get with these guys. I could not honestly hit the charts without them. I'm not getting paid for this, but working with both of you, the professionalism and the system that you guys had to launch the podcast, you guys killed it. We want to help the impactors create an impact by just letting you be you and not worry about all this other crazy stuff. Connect with us. All the links will be in the show notes. See you next time. Go create an impact.